imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm an Army veteran, Christian rapper, devoted husband, and father. And I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a devoted husband, father, and Christian. What's up, Jason? What's up, man? How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. Uh, guys, we're trying to do like shows in between now, like maybe two or three shows a week, two shows a week, something like that. So we're going to keep it good. So we have a very special guest for you today, uh, Stephen Isham. Um, and he actually wrote a book called A Moral Certainty, Lee Harvey Oswald Innocent. I'll show you guys the book. Actually, I bought it. He sent me an email and I immediately purchased it because I was super interested in this. Um, how you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. My last name is Eichem. It's German. Eichem. It stands for, uh, it's German English and it stands for I Shame Not. Nice. So I wrote a Civil War book about the 210 Eichems that fought <laughs> the Civil War, but that's another, maybe I'll do okay. another on the Civil War. All right, let's do it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. You know, I'll be down for that. So, all right. So, Steve, um, maybe we could just get into this. Let me uh, let me actually start with my uh, notes real quick because I got a we're a Christian and conspiracy podcast show. So I always like to go over, uh, you know, a verse. Um, the verse I would like to go over is uh, it's going to be a quick and easy one. Exodus 20, 13. Thou shall not kill. Uh, the way I could kind of um, relate this to the Bible would be like, you know, Cain killing Abel. Uh, we also have uh, uh, Sal uh, trying to kill David, trying to assassinate David in the Bible. Um, so definitely uh, some interesting stuff we're going to go over today. Um, so, Steve, I would like you to pretend that that my brother and I and my audience is like the jury and you're like Oswald's defense attorney. And uh, please convince us that, that Lee Harvey Oswald is innocent or was innocent. I'm sorry if you can. Go ahead and just, uh, you know, you could start. I have a lot of different stuff I can go over as well, but I would definitely like, since you have probably researched this, like, 
you know, yeah, this, crazy. I started looking at this uh, when it happened. Uh, I was in school, uh, elementary school, as a fifth grade, and uh, the lunch bell rang, and we didn't come in for lunch or come in from lunch. Um, the teachers didn't come out of the teacher's lounge. And so we just thought, well, let's go play some more. We didn't have any idea, but then all of a sudden it started passing from one kid to another. And wow. we didn't have anything. The only assassination we knew anything about was the Lincoln assassination a hundred years yes. before. So we didn't have any way to ground it in our minds of what exactly happened. Of course. But then they let us, they told us what happened. They said, go, go on home. They didn't send no note or call anybody. In those days, you just went straight home and you knew you better go home. Mm. Uh, when I got home, my dad was there. Uh, and the only times my dad ever beat me home was the Cuban Missile Crisis a year before this happened mm. and okay. the Kennedy assassination. So okay. I knew wow. something was really bad. So and then my dad's uniform was on the bookshelf, or, you know, hanging from the bookshelf uh, because he was on, on call or not. Wow. Alert. Uh, so that was it. No, we were not. We had. Uh, Where did you live, uh, Steve? Uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, okay, so you were in Arizona. Okay, okay. Just checking. Uh, I want to see where your dad, dad was. My dad was Air Force. Okay. 35 years Air Force Civil Service. Wow. Awesome. Amazing. Uh, 35 years. That's amazing. So, okay. So, um, so you were basically, so now you, you kind of go over your intro of, of what, uh, where you were at and how it affected you. Um, so do you want to kind of get into the, uh, you know, I don't want you to tell too much about the book, if you, but I, I mean, I don't want you, but I don't want you to give too much up, but if you could, you know, if you can open it up for us, definitely I'll, I'll try to see if we could just get people interested in to, to purchase the book, you know, wherever you like to start, go ahead. Well, I have, I have my notes here for this. Uh, Perfect. When, can, I, can I ask a question? When did you start? <clears throat> when, when, um, when, what age were you skeptical about the whole thing? Like, I know you heard about it when you were a young kid, but when did you start? When did it click? That was like, okay, something's not right. Something that sounds kind of fishy. And at that time, was the media not reporting? What, what were they reporting about? Like, cause I know you probably grew up around the time that, that, you know, that cause you grew up at that time around it happened. So what was it like? Was it kind of like how it is now when they shut down media, they, they control media, they make you just believe what you want to believe? Or is it, was it kind of like different journalism back then? Well, it, was, it was black and white TV. Uh, there was, uh, you saw a lot of stuff that you shouldn't, not shouldn't see, but they, they didn't want you to see. It was kind of yeah. like at Disneyland. The stuff's kind of hidden in the back. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately, I was nine years old, uh, got home, looked at that, and we stayed, we watched the TV nonstop from that time until he got shot on Sunday. Mm. Uh, Harvey Oswald got shot on Sunday. Yeah. It never, as kids, you know, in those days, we didn't have all these games and pods and everything. So we, you know, we knew the Marine Corps hymn, we could sing it just because that's what boys did in those days. Yeah. So the idea, the idea that Lee Harvey Oswald, a United States Marine, had done this, okay, and the man that killed him 
So I, I compare these two in my head. Now here's a, a man who risked his life. Uh, he was super intelligent. They tried to make him look like he was either mentally ill or mild mental retardation. Sounds like the sounds like a lot of the shooters nowadays. You know, they try to do the same thing. They try to paint a picture of them being, uh, you know, Aspergers or taking a Prozac or pills. Same exact thing. Well, when I saw, when I saw an interview with him, he looked like he was petrified. Like, hey, man please, somebody help defend me. This is not right. This, And you can tell when somebody's there and not there and they're competent. You saw in his eyes, like, oh, man, this guy didn't do it. This guy, something's wrong right now. He's like, he's really like, he's like, he didn't look like he even know what was going on. He's just, he didn't even know he's charged with murder yet, I don't think. He's just like, what is going on? Like, I shot the president? Are you kidding me? Like, this, is, this isn't right. I didn't do this, I swear to you. I think, I think he knew stuff. I don't know Me how involved he was, but I think he knew, knew that something wasn't right. You know, he was not, he was not on the sixth floor. Yep. He was on the second floor talking to Geraldine Reed. And when the three shots were fired, those two were, she was sitting at her desk. He was getting changed for the pop machine. Yep. And so he went to the pop machine after after that. Well, next thing, you know, he's in there, and then the police officer and the, the manager of the Texas School Book Depository, uh, they saw him. They said, oh, yeah, no, he's one of the employees. They went on upstairs. Through what I've read and seen, uh, people say he went out the front door. There's a mm -hmm. gentleman by the name of Brennan. And when you look at his lie detector test, he was lying when he said that, that he had gone out. He seen him go through the, the front door. Front door, yeah. He went down to the first floor and went out the dock. And that was the thing that really got to me was that, you know, would you go out the front door? Okay, you shot the president of the United States. You don't go through out the front door. There was hundreds of people. There was mayhem everywhere. Yep. And Wesley, or Buell Wesley Frazier was a 19-year-old, again, 19. And he is the one that, that, that I got this, uh, uh, a link to it. He, and one of the, and I've listened to videos for hours and hours since I was yes. nine until I'm 68 now. Yeah, yeah. Movie here, not since those nine, <laughs> yeah, and research and everything. Uh, there's a video of Buell Wesley Frazier, and he's talking. And the, the person like you, he says, Well, where when was the last time you saw Harvey Oswald? Well, he slipped up after all these years, and he said, Well, I went, went to the went out the front, there was outside. He went to the corner of Elm and Houston and stood on that corner and there was a woman with him. I never, mm -hmm. I couldn't find the, the, the name of the woman, but he talks about then. And so the guy says, well, when was the last time you saw him? Well, he was coming out of the loading dock, heading south on Houston. Yeah. And they saw each other. Lee Harvey Oswald crossed to the north, the 
east side of Houston. Then he walked on, then he turned left going north and disappeared into the crowd. And then we know that he got on the bus and then he moved, so he got quick, quick question. So I heard that he actually skipped the first taxi and gave it to a lady. Like a taxi came up. I believe I heard that he actually gave the first car to a lady, which is a a Marine would do. Right. That's what we would do. We would say, all right, go ahead and take it. So if he that's 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 a red flag right there. If he shot the president and he's trying to book it out of there and and Powhana as quick as he can. He's going to take that first taxi and roll. But I just wanted to add that in there to. Uh, well, I'm, 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 I'm surprised that in looking at it as what happened before the actual shooting, they rerouted they, when, when the secret service does things, they, they do it to where it's, they know everything about that block. They know everything what's going on. They know everybody who works there. They know that Lee Harvey Oswald is a Marine and he works in that area right there. So they know where he, where, 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 where he works. They know that whole thing, but then they, cha- they change it up. They change up the whole, the whole, uh, the whole, um, like the whole parade Like they change the direction of it and they take a different route. And now you got a whole different scenario to where it's like, Hey, where, what, what, what? no, no, we just, we just trained for this. Now you want us to do this. Threw it all together the last minute, and now you got a route. You had him wearing a certain. Uh, he had the only red roses, red roses in the in the in the in the car in the car. He only had the only black Cadillac that was in uh, around every. It was just like they knew he was like set up. That's that's set up. He, it's like a target. You're gonna put a target. If you're a shooter, you know. Okay, I'm waiting for. They say, okay, look for the red roses. Boom. You're, boom, he pops out of the whole crowd, red roses, and you're like, okay, now I have a target, now I have everything, and then everything goes down that way. There's not enough time for that guy to, to Lee Harvey Oswald to do all that stuff and not be sweating and looking like you're 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 uh, you're disoriented going through this whole situation. And then Steve, Steve also uh, didn't didn't the police see Lee Harvey Oswald and he wasn't even sweating or anything in the book depository before he left, or is this? I didn't. I didn't find anything about that. No, I don't. The only one that knows anything about where he was was Geraldine uh-huh. Reed. And okay. For whatever reason, they they uh, she testified, but they just kind of ignored it. And that was the other thing that was odd. Of course. Some people were listened to, and others it just they took their stuff. Wh- whoever went them. along with the Warren Commission's narrative, they will listen to everybody that had anything that was opposite of that. They would just. They would just. They would. A lot of them died and they wouldn't listen to him whatsoever. So they wanted to push that case as fast as they possibly could through. He was, he was, he, I, I can't, I can't believe like, this is such like a, this is something that we have to go through. This is, this is like the first thing that really caught my attention that the government really doesn't care about you at all. They, they will snuff you out. And you know what? Lee Harvey Oswald probably knew something. He was going to come clean. He's like, you know what? when that happens when you're when you're in there and, and you know a lot something they're gonna kill you they want you out they want you dead and look what happened they have another patsy to put on that they have two everyone was a patsy i feel bad for lee harvey oswald because i can see the fear in his eyes he didn't even look like he's like yeah. i don't even know what's going on cool. steve yeah. steve uh keep going with your timeline i like the timeline I, I have a timeline as well and i'm kind of matching it to to what i have and it's it's going along pretty good so well let me interject this uh there's a famous Marine uh, sniper by the name of Craig Roberts. And he 
was in a book, Kill Zone, a sniper's look at Daily Plaza. And his quote was, so if I couldn't, I reasoned Oswald couldn't. And they're talking about the shot. The other thing, uh, I'm trying to remember, Joshua, is it? Josh, My name is Josh. Yes, sir. The other gentleman. Oh, Jason. Jason. Yeah, Jason, yes. Uh, it was plotted out. The windows were open. It was just totally away from any procedures that they had in place. Uh, even the, okay, so even the guy that owns the book depository, if you guys look into that gentleman, uh, the vice president, uh, Lyndon Johnson, actually knew this gentleman. Um, he's, his last name is Bird. I have him in my notes. Hold on, let me just pull it up really quick. Um, but I know what you're saying. The, the guy shooting, or that, that sniper is saying, if I can't make that shot, there's no way that Lee Harvey Oswald can make that shot. That, that's, uh, that's, that's a moving vehicle from at least what, like how far was it, like a couple hundred yards away? No, no. Go to Daily Plaza. When I went there, I was just, I mean, you could throw a rock and hit him. It was, it's, that space is so small that it just, you know, it's just amazing. You just kind of like, oh my God, all of this happened in this little space and nobody knew. Yeah. Uh, so when they, before they turned on to Elm, People say, well, why didn't he shoot, shoot him head on? He had a straight shot at his head coming that way. But when they made that turn onto Elm, one, it slowed it down. The other thing that you can look at is Elm goes down at a slant and to go under the triple overpass. Yes. My, my theory that I put at the end of the book is the shooter was in a boxcar on the overpass. It gave him the height, because I measured it when I was there. Yeah. Get inside that, and it gets you the angle to get away from the, uh, the angle. It sets up yeah. the angle, because the road's going down, and you're going up. So that first shot went through the throat. Yeah. 12, 12 doctors and four medical staff all said that it was an entrance wound. Yes. And everybody turns around that it's not, it's an exit wound. But that yep. it wasn't an exit wound, exit wound until he got to the hospital in Washington, DC. Yes, which uh, Gerald Ford actually he he must he likes to mess with the autopsy. Gerald Ford, obviously you guys know 32nd degree Freemason. Okay, if you want to get in the conspiracy side of things. Um, he was also hold on, Jason. Wait, hold on, Jason. Stop real quick. So yeah. he was Bohemian Grove, uh, Freemason, all secret society. He also became the president. So you see where he got positioned. So go ahead, Jason. But his head explodes, man. Whatever she got shot with, the, Oswald's rifle from that far away. They're saying is not going to do that to his head. I tell, I'm telling you that that wouldn't look like that. And that's a close range shot that that i mean his head was gone like it, his head was gone the moment, well the brain the moment the brain in the shot, autopsy too go ahead the moment, the moment that first shot hit his throat the train started to move and the police had to stop that train okay 
box cars have doors on both sides. So to throw that rifle out the back of the, of the train car to people waiting on Elm Street on the other side mm -hmm. of the triple overpass, there's the rifle gone. Yeah. So, but that angle gives you the best shot, the longest time, and the easy getaway. For the first shot in the neck. For the first shot in the neck. Okay. Uh, I, everything I can find is that there was an estimated four, four Same shots. Here. That's what I heard too. Okay. There's a, I also talk in the book, there was a, supposedly, or some, some uh, experts say the first shot came as a warning. That's what flew all the pigeons off of the top of the. Is that the ricochet shot over. that hit the floor? No, that, hit the that, concrete? One, that, the... that one came after came behind at, a, okay. at a second floor level. So the, the Dow building. Uh huh. Um, so lost my train of thought. It's okay. Uh, you said that there was four shots. First one was a warning yeah. shot. Pigeons flew up. It's, What's the, the second shot? Go ahead. The other, the other thing to think about is you look at that Texas School Book Depository, what was on top of it? A clock. Yeah. Exactly 12. 12 o'clock or 12.30, right? That, yeah, yeah. So when that clock turned to 12.30, if there wasn't a shot from the top of the Texas School Book Depository, that 12.30 popping up there, that told everybody what they needed to do and needed to, how they needed yeah. to do it. Yes. Look at the the Warren Commission. Every single person on that Warren Commission hated John F. Kennedy. Yep. He fired some of them. Now look, Nixon. It's... Nixon was part of this. Ford was part of this. Yep. So you're looking at, at three. Bush was part of this. So you're looking so at we... three presidents of the United States. Future president presidents. And all of them, the, the crazy thing is, um, every single one of those presidents, too, uh, have been Secret Service as well. So let's go with George Bush. He's skull and bones. Gerald Ford, like I said, uh, Bohemian Grove, Bilderberg Group, and 30, 32nd Degree Mason. Richard Nixon was the Order of Red Friars, which is like uh, the Duke. Uh, skull and bones is Yale, and then uh, the Order of Red Friars is Duke, which, which he went to. Um, Lyndon Johnson, Freemason, okay, also. Yeah. Um, the Warren Commission, we got five out of seven of the Warren Commission are Freemasons, and Earl Warren is actually a loyal of the Order of Moose. He's the Grand Master of the Freemason uh, in, in the state of California. For So he's actually the top, one of the wow. top Grand Master Freemasons. So five out of seven. Um, you also have, like you mentioned, Alan, Alan uh, Doulis, which was, uh, was, was also a member of the commission, and he was fired by, um, by John F. Kennedy. Um, Lyndon Johnson crisis, the Bay, oh. of Pig, the Bay of Pigs. Yes, he was the one that planned the, that and set up Kennedy to take the yes. fall of that, not giving the servicemen there. So we got also we got okay. Let's do this real quick. J. Edgar Hoover, who was the leader of the FBI, the director, thirty-three degree Mason. Okay, guys, his and office right now. I'm sorry, go ahead. neighbors of who? Neighbors of who? I'm not sure who. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Oh, he was neighbors with them? They lived across the street from each other. Oh, my wow. goodness. Okay. So so listen to this, guys. Okay. So we, and then also. Wow, I did not know that. Okay. 
the gentleman that owned the book depository, which which I was going to, was um, Harold Bird. Okay, that's actually Admiral Bird, Jason. Which you know who he is, Shut Admiral up, Bird's man. no way, Admiral Bird's cousin, dude. And no then uh, he was also a Freemason. Admiral Bird is also a Freemason. So Lyndon Johnson is actually friends with this gentleman, and he actually owned a defense uh, uh, military industrial complex company. What is it? Defense company. Okay, so he owned a company that's going to make money off of the of the Vietnam War. Lyndon Johnson also um, had money invested in. Uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, so, so that Oliver money, Stone movie about it kind of was kind of close to it. Yes, kind of so on kind of on point about it. Lyndon Johnson just like had money. In, found out who that guy was. It came um, out like a couple of days ago that that guy that was in the movie that sits. Uh, I can't remember the actor. The Joe name. Pesci character? No. Okay, the, sorry. The uh, Tom, Tom, Tommy Lee Jones character, huh? No. Ah. Uh, Sutherland. Donald oh. Sutherland. Donald Sutherland, okay. Yeah, they come out and say who that was. Now, the Watergate break-in was not for political reasons. No. Yeah. It was because... The person who was going there for psychiatric care spilled the guts. So they, Nixon had to send those people there to get those documents and get that stuff out of there. This is yeah. all three Jesuits. Up. And the, the gentlemen were three Jesuits that went in there too. Um, Lyndon Johnson too. Let's go with this, man. He was, uh, okay. So he had money and Bell Helicopter. Uh, yeah. Bell Helicopter is a civilian name for the military name H-13. Psyox. So that is going to be a helicopter that's used in Vietnam. Obviously, he made millions off the Vietnam War. He was the president uh, during the time that the Gulf of Tonkin incident happened, which is a false flag that got us to declare war on Vietnam and start bombing. So he pushed us into Vietnam. Uh, John F. Kennedy wanted out of Vietnam. Uh, the military industrial complex obviously didn't want that. They wanted us to go into war. So there was so many enemies that... Um, that John F. Kennedy had, you know, and Lyndon Johnson was the type of person that never liked to be in second place. He always wanted to be in first place. Uh, he was a, a minority Senate leader, uh, also the House of Representatives leader. Uh, he was trying to get, you know, to the top as much as he could, you know, and as fast as he could. And he also yeah. ducked. There's a video, dude, there's a there's a photo of him ducking before the first shot, too. He's ducking down already. Lyndon B. Johnson. There's a lot of stuff that maybe I think he knew about what was going to happen in my oh, opinion. Oh, come on. Yeah, dude, that's that that you're you're you got to be stupid if you don't think that. Dude. You got to think you got to be like, "Hey, he she his wife wore the dress the same she didn't change her clothes cuz to the to that inauguration where where he was sworn in and they asked her, "Why did you wear that? Why did you still wear that outfit?" She said, "Because I wanted them to see what they did to my husband." I wanted them to see what they did to my husband there. And all they wanted him, they were fighting with her to get that guy out, get, get him, get that dead body out of the out of the morgue to go get, get this go start autopsy and get, get it, go take it to wherever they wanted to just go hide wherever they wanted. Um, that was a serious, serious flop, big time. It was just like everything was as you could. It was like if you didn't, if you didn't look at that and did not think there was something fishy about it. You 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 were you were just like the people today, just brainwashed and just telling you to do whatever you're told and 
follow whatever it is. Don't ask questions, but there's a, list, there's a list of, of people that had a motive. Perfect. You got to find out. There was four major organizations, and you talked about this, Josh. One, the yes. military industrial complex. Yes. Then the Central Aid, Central Intelligence Agency. Yep. Federal Bureau of Investigation, Director Herbert Hoover. Hoover mm-hmm. And then organized crime. The individuals yes. who benefited from Kennedy's assassination, one, Lyndon Bates Johnson, J. Edgar Hoover, General mm-hmm. Ed Lansdale, Carlos Marcello, Santos Traficante, Sam Giancana, Clint Murchison, Bell Helicopters, General Dynamics, H.L. Hunt, Richard M. Nixon, Billy Sol Estes, uh, Malcolm Max Wallace, George Herbert Walker Bush, Santo Capacante Jr., Carlos Marcello, Fidel Castro, Cuban freedom fighters, Texas oil industry, Hale Box, John Sherman Cooper, Alan Dallas, Gerald Ford, John McCloy, Richard B. Russell, and Earl Warren. Yes. That's just a short list. So you were talking about the Texas oil. That's um, uh, the gentleman Bird. I, I can never remember his first well, Bush, name. Herbert Bush Bird? is in that too. Think, now he, he's, he, that's, he's involved in Texas oil as well. Yes. But the gentleman that owned the book. Who was head, head of the FBI. You have you have you have Lyndon B. Johnson was uh, who the vice president. <laughs> the vice president. He was getting. That's not, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. It's hard to remember. And they're all you, like collusion. That's all collusion you, against one man. You mentioned you mentioned the uh, Texas oil. So uh, the, the the owner of the book depository, uh, David Harold Bird. I always go back to him because obviously I think what happened is all they have to do literally is 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 talk to this gentleman. He's a Freemason as well. Uh, they're all part of this, you know, secret society. They're obviously they they can set it all up. Uh, through this building, uh, they know he knows exactly who works for the building. He knows that uh, you know Lee Harvey Oswald was was working with the CIA. There's there's kind of some evidence there that he was not saying that he uh, was hired to kill President. Okay, I think he was just hired, like everybody said, just as a patsy. But um, what it a wasn't perfect just setup. The president getting assassinated though. There are a lot of people died in this situation. Marilyn Monroe died from this stuff. They they, they got her because of this stuff. Uh, who else? Who 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 else? Oil, could go back to the oil. Yes. Texas was getting the oil subsidy from the federal government. Okay. Kennedy was going to do away with that. Mm. Would have really hurt financially uh, the state of Texas and the oil industry. And he was there to make up. That's why he was in Texas. He was trying to trying to make up with the Texas people to get the vote. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so uh, also, we're, oh yeah, also he was trying to uh, go back to the gold standard, correct? So the Federal Reserve was also mad at him, which those are big players. Those are like uh, Illuminati uh, people that are actually running the world, you know? And he wanted to go to the gold standard instead of the fiat currency. So that's something that is really, uh, you know, was really huge for, um, you know, a, bi- a big reason why to do it as well. Um, he hadn't been had assassinated. A- we wouldn't have had a Vietnam. We wouldn't have had all of these other wars in Afghanistan and, and all of these, these things. And you look at Bush again, you know, if there wasn't enough evidence for we to, us to go in there, you know, why did we go into there? 
30,000 plus uh, men and women died in Vietnam. Uh, 50,000, right? 54,000, I believe, isn't it? Something like I that? That number. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> you're get, yeah, you were just doing it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think, uh, uh, and then also the the CIA at the time was was actually involved in 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 drugs, you know, heroin stuff like that. And he was going to expose the CIA for that as well. Besides the Bay of Pigs thing, which is huge, he was also going to expose the CIA and stop the the selling of the drugs. I guess what they were trying to do is sell the drugs so that they could pay for all the black projects they were doing, so because they couldn't get some of them financed through um, through the Senate, you know. So they're doing black projects, which is secret projects. Uh, so yeah, and he's like you said, the mafia because Robert Kennedy, his brother, was trying to come down hard on the mafia. Mafia also had casinos in um, in Cuba, right? So he was trying to shut all those down, so they were going to lose money that way. Uh, it was just like a whole cocktail of 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 evil that that were all wanted him goes, to, man. to pass away, and the secret societies as well, because he was saying that he's going to expose the secret societies. Nothing's going to be happen in secret, and uh, you know. It just you gotta watch what you say when you're a president. Actually, you watch what you say because I think stuffed out for that. I believe that he. Um, I was I was I kind of listened to someone talk about this, but I do believe that he was trying to have an honest presidency and it was actually trying to be a president. And I guess when you get in that position, if you're not a puppet to the the, I guess you could say establishment or the or the Illuminati or the high ups, then um, they they actually executed this gentleman in public. Right in front of an obelisk as well. There's one in in, in the um, in the it's delays in front of his wife, man. Yeah, just in front of your you you got oh. some balls to do that. I had a man. question for you, Steve. What do you think about the um, what do you think about the uh, William Greer? Did you ever see that video where people were saying that the William Greer reached back and with the with the pistol and shot Kennedy from? Uh, did you ever hear see, hear that? Uh, he was the driver. I've heard of that, but the idea, you kind of look at this and say, okay, what's the common sense? Just like Oswald didn't go out the front door. Nobody would be dumb enough to go out the front door with hundreds of people, police everywhere, FBI, Dallas Police Department, all over the place. It just didn't happen. Did you see? Did you see the video? That was the, like it was the all the way through video. What it is is they they t- they took out some clips off the one that they were normally showing us, and then now they have the full version. Um, I don't know. It just it, I mean you can't obviously tell because it is not like an HD. So, but that was a pure. You know, you've got people with cameras, movie eight millimeter movie cameras. Yeah, they're gonna turn around and shoot the president in the head. No. Yeah, shot, I know it's. I think everybody agrees that shot came from the the grassy knoll. Okay. Everybody yeah. ran there. Yes, a lot well, of people. Yeah, that's. I was yeah. just asking. I, I got to try to go over each uh, equation right. here. Uh, so there's that one. There's another one where somebody said that a Secret Service agent had an AR-15. Uh, you know, and and he they said that they may, maybe he did an accidental discharge. That's another one, which was one of the shots, but. I mean, how is that going to be one shot, you know? (laughs) There's obviously three. I always try to put myself in their shoes and say, okay, what would I be doing? My guess is when Johnson hunkered down, that guy stood up. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was protecting Johnson. Yeah. Uh, But at least that's what makes sense to me. 
Yeah. It's good to use common sense and, and discernment for sure. And um, I, I definitely have to ask you about a couple, you know, just a couple of different things that are out there just in case they don't, you know, our, our audience doesn't know. Um, let me see. And then what, what is your personal opinion, Stephen? Like what, what do you, who do you feel like actually put this together? Uh, what's your gut feeling of, of, of what actually, as far as who is the, the conspirators that actually put all this together in your opinion? Well, the head of the serpent had to be Johnson. Nobody yep. else could pull this off and shut it all down uh, from the autopsy to films and, and people getting killed. And yeah. And then you had all of those people that are on that list that I just read. They all benefited from that. Johnson yes. was under suspicion and being uh, investigated for, for bribery, right? Stuff that he had done. So he was going to be, and they were going to kick him off the ticket. Yep. For yep. That, that, that next year. Uh, so you think he was the head of the snake? That's that's a that's kind of like um, Robert Stone, or Roger Stone. I think he 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 wrote a book about the Lyndon Johnson part, which he had he had some really really good uh, information out there. But that's that's who he felt was the head of the snake too. So that's a cool. That's good, man. That's that's right on track and what I was thinking as well. We talked about Howard Brennan. Uh, in those days, uh, we took when right now we have we go in to you get arrested, and the, somebody looks at you, and there are certain procedures and rules for a lineup. In those days, it was called a show up. Mm -hmm. Okay, there was four of those show ups, and they violated all the tenets of doing one of those. First thing with that is the officer administrating the lineup is unaware of who who the persons are out there. Uh -huh. Second, uh, instructions prior to the witness should be instructed that the perpetrator may or may not be in there. Mm -hmm. They kept asking, well, don't you see him? Who is it? Oh, oh okay. Third one. They're leading him, leading him into guessing who it was. Okay. Then, and you should only have one person other than the administrator watching. Number three, you have to have fillers that are like that person. And when I get into the four show-ups, you'll see how that was broken. Uh, and then conf confidence system statements. Immediately after an identification is made, you would say, well, with a, okay, Josh, on a scale of one to 10, how sure you are that that, that happened. Yes. Okay. So those are the four. Show up number one. The fill-ins were W.E. Bill Perry, a depart, uh, Dallas police detective. He was, mm. in a, he was in a suit coat. Okay. Second one, Dallas Police Department Officer R.L. Clark and jail clerk Don Abels. So you had three people. None of them looked like Harvey, Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Okay. And that, oh, shoot, I didn't write it down on this. But in the book, you can find out who, which witness this was. Yeah. Show up number two. The fill-ins were William Perry and Richard Clark, detectives, or detectives of the Vice Division, 
and Don Abel's the clerk of the jail again, all dressed in office attire. Show up number three. Third show up includes Richard Walker, prisoner, Ellis Carl Brazel, prisoner, and jail clerk Don Abel's again. And the fourth lineup was the worst uh, atrocity. The fourth show up fill-in was John Thurman Horn. He was 17 years old. Fill in David Edmund Knapp, 18 years old. And this one you'll like. The third fill in was Daniel Gutierrez Lujan, a 26 year old Mexican male, approximately 170 pounds. <laughs> Interesting. So you got two teenagers and one Hispanic. None of them look like Lee Harvey Oswald. So they broke all of those four tenants. For sure. Uh, those lineups. Uh, yeah, they. They had multiple people behind the, the, in those days, they just shined lights in your face. Yeah. With uh, possible people. Interesting. So that, that kind of just, yeah. Yeah. That throws, throws you off. Um, and then also, 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 I never heard that either. That's cool. I, I haven't even heard about that before. That's, 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 a, good, that's, that's a good point. So, um, also, they said that Oswald uh, shot J.D. Tippett as well. That's another thing, you know, like uh, as he was going down, they said that he was es escaping and um, uh, he went, they said that Lee Aubrey Oswald went back to the house, uh, which is after he got the taxi, uh, grabbed the pistol from his house, um, got a ride. I guess he was walking down the street and then he was confronted by a police officer, they say, J.D. Tippett. And then he ended up shooting him in the chest and then one to the head and then escaping to the movie theater is what they say, right? Two to the, the chest. JD Tippett the thing. So Steve That's execution Steve, style though. Yeah, one it was one to the one to the chest, one to the head. So JD Tippett, that whole thing. Um, some people say that JD Tippett looks like uh like a little bit like Kennedy, I've heard. Um, they say that Kennedy's brain was replaced, uh, you know, so because I don't know. I guess in the autopsy, they needed like a brain to switch it out because they needed it to kind of fit, fit whatever they were trying to do. Um, I don't know how JD Tippett's brain looked or anything like that, but I just thought it was kind of interesting. A lot of these things are fog. The, you throw that fog out there so you don't see the truth of anything. Yes. Uh, they so wanted to make him look like he didn't happen. Yeah, I, you know, it's. I don't think that Lee Harvey Oswald shot J.D. Tippett. I, th I definitely don't believe that. They're, they even the witnesses were saying that uh, they supposedly. Sh some of the witnesses said that they supposedly saw uh, Oswald uh, shoot J.D. Tippett. Well, one lady said that she got a good look at him after he killed J.D. Tippett. Uh, he looked Oswald right in the eyes, and he kept on walking. And then he killed J.D. Tippett. Is what she said. Um, let's see. So he supposedly. Oh. I can't, I can't remember what she said, man. I had, I had it somewhere. There's all, and then there's yeah, another gentleman. All, that's all. Fog. That's yeah. All fog. For sure. Go, you go through the book or I don't, it, it's hard for me to believe that anybody has ever read the Warren commission report I yeah. read it from cover to cover. That's a big book. Uh, yeah. And you look at the witness testimony. And so you'll see in the book, it'll be, you know, the interrogator, the lawyer questioning him and then that person nobody saw him kill Tippett. no the These... two ladies that were in that house nobody actually saw there was one woman and she was in the car scared to death 
So you, you know, you've got all these witnesses, some were asleep, but nobody actually stood there and saw it. Yeah. They just said they saw him running away from the, the scene, but didn't say they actually yeah. saw it happen. Yeah. But this, Tippett pulled up there. He got out of the car because he, you know, the guy, Oswald put his head in the car to talk to him. So then the cop got out. Well, whoever it was, if it wasn't Oswald, shot uh-huh. three, three shots right into his chest. Yeah. Then he started to walk away. He came back and shot him in the head with a bullet. Mm. So why and would you come back? Guys, yeah. But he wow. had to make sure that, that he was dead because would say a word to anybody. And yeah, that, because because he would say that Oswald didn't kill me, didn't shoot me, like that some other guy shot me, right? They had to place it on Oswald. But read those testimonies uh, of them being questioned by the Warren Commission. And you can't, you can't believe any of those people who said they saw it or didn't see it. Yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah, so I'm only mentioning this part. Uh, just that I wanted to find out your 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 side on the JD Tippett thing because yeah, that's it's it's just crazy, man. It's interesting. Everybody says, "Well, who did it then, Steve?" I, I don't know who did it. What I do know is Lee Harvey Oswald did not do it. No. And I don't, I didn't go out to prove that he did or didn't shoot Tippett. That was yes. just my opinion. But the other stuff, there's absolutely no normal court that would have found Lee Harvey Oswald guilty. No. And that's why he had to be guilty. And then I always make comparisons. So you go back and you say, okay, here's this United States Marine, like I said at the beginning of our conversations. Here's this Marine, okay? Marines don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now you put him up against uh, Ruby. Jack Ruby. Ruby owns a bar. He hangs out with strippers. Mafia members. Drinking. All the cops go there to drink and get laid and whatever else they're going to do. So you compare those two people. Which one are you going to believe? United States Marine or somebody that works for the mob? Yes. Right. Two weeks before, uh, let's see what else do I got here, man. I know I got some stuff to ask you. He's supposedly, I'm looking at my list while you're thinking that it was 12 physicians and three nurses did not confirm beyond a shadow of a doubt and to a moral certainty that John F. Kennedy was shot from the front or the back. And then years later, I'm talking 25, 30 years later, uh, one doctor did come out and say it was a, a, a shot. The other thing that's in the book that's important, I think, is Dr. Charles Baxter, Baxter was the chief surgeon. He pulled everybody into a room in private and mm-hmm. he threatened them. He said, if any doctor sought to publish or profit from any of the medical evidence that was witnessed in treating JFK, he, Dr. Baxter, would not hesitate in seeing that they never practice medicine again. Mm-hmm. So those guys were not going to say anything. You've gone to medical school, you busted yep. your butt to do this stuff, and now you're going to have it throw it out. Yeah. Else is going along with it. Uh, I'm just throwing these things out. They're not in the real. Oh him. Uh, Robert Tannenbaum was the former deputy chief counsel of the U.S. House Select Committee on Assassinations. His quote was. The Warren Commission worked from the conclusion backwards. In the investigation, the facts take you to a conclusion. 
Yeah. Oswald was put on there and they did everything they could to, to make Place it. Place the blame like on him. Pandemic. Of course. They got a picture of him with the gun. They say that he, uh, you know, he lived in Russia. That's where he met his wife. He defected, they said, from the military. Uh, they tried to paint a picture of him being such a bad guy. Um, they they try to place everything on him, you know, and then they take his gun, uh, probably took his gun from his house, you know, which did have his fingerprints on it. But there was, I guess it was another set of fingerprints. I don't remember who the gentleman was, but I guess he's a gentleman that worked for um, for Lyndon B. Johnson. Did you ever hear that? I heard there was one more set of fingerprints there. Yeah. And um, he happened I to be like, his... me neither. There you go. That's the gentleman's name. I guess he, I have him. There's no way he can make that shot. I don't care. Malcolm Wallace is is who you're talking about, right? Yeah, Malcolm Wallace. There we go, Malcolm Wallace. If you shoot a gun, there's that residue powders. Yeah. Those nitrates and the different things like that. That's the same stuff that you get out of brand new books. You know how you open the newspaper, you read it, got that black on your hands? Yes. That's the same materials that come out when you shoot a gun. Well, yes. This, you know, so he she, shoots three shots at Kennedy, three shots into Tippett's chest, and one into his head from a handgun and a rifle. And there's not enough on there to incriminate him beyond a shadow of a doubt to a normal, to a moral certainty. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I dang, I had a, something about uh Lee Harvey Oswald's uh gunpowder on his hand. Go ahead. Another thing that's kind of hidden in the back of this Warren Commission report is uh George O'Toole, a formerly head of problem analysis branch of the Central Intelligence Agency, who has made an exhaustive study of the assassination replayed interviews Oswald gave to both TV and radio newsmen. He, he used the, the PSE, the Psychological Stress Evaluator. Uh, he says across the board, everything that Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald saw, said in the police station and everywhere else was true. Yeah. Then it goes into the ones uh, of different other people. So yeah. You can read in the book that these different other people who were lying, like Brennan. He yeah. goes over, he uses that PSE on Brennan, and he's lying. It it's, talks about a, a hard stress, which is the highest level of, of this uh, PSE uh, thing. He- was uh-huh. also I'm trying to look at my note uh but anyway within hours of Lee Harvey Oswald getting arrested there was a uh, uh, lost my screen it's uh, okay so upon him getting you said uh what was there another shooter that got arrested oh, oh and he passed it Lee Harvey Oswald took a lighter detector test and passed it Yep. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. That's another thing I hadn't even heard about. Again, it's this George O'Toole guy. Yeah. 
That's that's Oswald awesome. denied shooting anybody, president, the policeman, anybody. The psychological stress evaluator said he was telling the truth. Uh, anyway, in my notes, it talks about how it was Brennan that was lying. Uh-huh. The other thing is, I go back to Wesley Buell Frazier. I think that's critical that he came out that Brennan said he had a jacket when he came out the front. He had his jacket on the second floor when he passed Geraldine Reed. So why would he go down to the first floor and go all the way across there to get another jacket? Yeah. And and then he said that, uh, how did Oswald know exactly when the president would be driving down M Street? Well, the route was disclosed to the public two days before, but the route was changed at the last minute. They went down Elm Street instead of going down the main street. Funny thing is the motorcade was six minutes late. So if Oswald was supposed to be up there to shoot the president, he was late because there was a witness that worked with him that said that he was in the lunchroom on the second floor, which is the same place the police officer found him 90 seconds after the assassination. So uh, that's being read. That's the gentleman you're talking about. Okay. 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 Oh, that's the police officer. It was the secretary of uh, the the owner of the building. Um, Make those shots. Run down. Myron Baker. Run downstairs without sweating. Get a coke. Whatever you had to get from the pop machine, and 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 then go out the front door, like without even like. Without even like, I'm talking, you'd be frantically running your balls off to get out of there because like, okay, I got to get out of here. I don't want nobody, you would be trying to stay calm, but you'd still have a bad, you'd still have a weird demeanor by yourself. It wasn't quiet outside. No, it wasn't. No, People it's probably... were crying and screaming and yes. running and uh, the train was moving and police and the, yeah. Yeah. And they're making it out to be a secret agent type of guy that was trained by like, you know, M6 or whatever it is from, from James Bond. <laughs> like he's like this highly trained guy that just went to, he looks like a dope hit. Like he looks like a dopey dude. Like, like hey man, uh, what well, is going on here? Another connection with this, he, the RV Oswald was a radar technician. It's one of the longest, if not the longest school in the Marine Corps. So my longest son, AIT? Okay. My son, David, that's what he did in the Marine Corps. Radar, wow. fixing radar, all of that type of stuff. The same exact MOS as what Lee Harvey You cannot be not functionally high intelligence. Yeah. You do that, to do that. Uh, I think. I believe you're not trained to make shots like that as a, as a radar repairman and and stuff like that. You're not trained to make a very difficult shot and, and play the most coolest person in the world after. I don't, I don't, I find that very hard to believe. I can't even, how can you miss? If I get pulled over by a police officer and I'm sober, I'm, I start shaking. I'm petrified. I start making signs like I'm. I'm. I'm there's no way you're gonna be that calm. There's no way. There's no way you could be that calm. He was like, "What? I'm in trouble. Okay, let's take care of it. Then I guess what's going on? It's like you're not. You can't be that calm. There's like the cop is like even saying this guy's too calm to be to have shot somebody. 
for sure. It yeah. Cool to be act like he killed somebody. The the uh, I can't remember his name. The, the investigator who uh, interviewed uh, Oswald. He said, told everybody that he is he had thrown his notes away, burned them. Huh. That wasn't true. You can find <laughs> those notes on the internet, and that gives you a whole idea of what was going on. I mean, they jerked him around in that interrogation far. room, yeah. Because yeah. they had a little part, they just had a little part recorded, which they let the public hear, but they grilled them for hours and hours and hours, right? Yeah, but there was no, this is a police station. There yeah. was no recording equipment in the building whatsoever. Okay. Wow. So everything had to be in those notes. So when yeah. his notes, his notes of the interrogations came out, they were, oh, you got to read that part of that. Oh, uh, it's in the book? Yes. Okay, cool. Definitely. I want to see that. And guys, I, I don't know if I showed the audience, but this is the book right here. Okay, guys, it's uh, this is it. You can see it. A moral certainty. Okay, guys. Um, and this is what the front cover looks like. That's the, the front page of when, what she has right behind him right there. That's awesome. Uh, my, my dad knew that I was into this since I was in fifth grade. And yeah. this is the original newspaper. They had it uh, framed in here. Look how the media portrays him, a sniper. That's look how the media look how the media portrays him in that. A Dallas sniper. Like so ain't no sniper. Back then, okay. So speaking of the media, real quick, uh, if you guys look into Operation Mockingbird, the CIA was already, you know, running the media, you know. So anything the CIA wanted the media to say, they're gonna say it. So if they say it's gonna be Oswald, and this is the script a very horrible person already. But they were not sophisticated like the, the, the news people now. You know, they, I mean, if you look at those videos where they're, they're scrambling around, the, the machines aren't working, it's yeah. zoo for them. Yeah. So the idea that you could really find out anything. Um, oh, they knew exactly who it was right away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, within 45 minutes, I heard. Or something like that. That, that they I know, I know. Possible. Cops, cops can't even find a, can't even <laughs> find anything nowadays. They found that dude in thirty seconds flat. Oh, yeah, the case closed. Case closed. Done. Wrap. It's a wrap. Look, After look twenty at, minutes of at, research. Look at what the police and the, the people do now. Look at that poor Rit, Rittenhouse kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they wanted to hang him, and there was, there wasn't even a trial yet. I know, I know. The media hung him. I feel bad for him. I felt, man. What puzzled me was like, why did his mom drive him to the, to the state other side of the border or whatever that was, the other state line? Why was she? Remember when you were nineteen years old? You know, it's you just graduated from high school. You're either going to college in the Marines or getting a job. Yeah, and it's. I commend him. I would. I would. I would. I would. I would have done the same thing. I'm sorry. Self defense is self defense. So, what was up? I think is that who it was? Edwin Walker. Did you, did you know about that guy? I guess they, that was a that was a failed assassination attempt on this gentleman. Is that? Uh, I don't know if that's the same guy or if I'm on the right one. Uh, he's a he's a general, and a few days yeah. before, supposedly Lee Harvey Oswald went there by bus. Okay, they, there we go. So there was a shot to the window, right? At the last time you rode the bus with a rifle. I know exactly. See, this is this is something I wanted to bring up because they try to paint that he was the one that went and, and tried to assassinate 
Edwin Walker. So they're already pinning a picture of the, of him. Uh, you know, just part of the fog that you're talking about, right? So people go, oh, all right. Well, yes, he is a bad guy. He went there and tried to kill this general, you know? So, yeah, that's that's something I, I, I had in my notes that I thought was pretty interesting to bring up for sure. Um, that's what they I do. Man. They, go into, they, they went back in all of his, like, school records and stuff, and he had been in facilities, uh, like treatment centers or group home type of stuff. Uh, and you know, the psychologist said he was above average intelligence, probably around 118 uh, IQ. You know, and he, it's just, it doesn't ring true. You've got all these other people and they picked on this one guy. Yes. Uh, let's see, what else do we got here? What about John Conley? Uh, what, do you, what do you think his involvement in this was? I think he knew it was going to happen, but when he got shot, he said something about they're going to kill us all. He yeah. thought he was going down with Kennedy, so yeah. he'd be out of the way, be one less witness. I thought it was interesting that he was uh, he was campaigning for Lyndon B. Johnson. Uh, they were kind of close. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, and yeah, there's it's always been almost like a country in its own. Matter of fact, uh, one of the senators from Texas said that if it continues the way it is, uh, that Texas would succeed. Yeah. So this is interesting. So Conley, okay. The second uh, during so when Richard Nixon was appoint uh, was president, he appointed Conley. Uh, which is the gentleman that was in the vehicle and got shot, just so our audience knows. Um, he was the governor of Texas at the time when the when the assassination happened, okay? So he appointed Conley as the Treasury Secretary. Uh, uh, Conley presided over the removal of the U.S. dollar from the gold standard. So we were speaking about that earlier. So Conley was the Treasury, Treasury Secretary. So when Nixon became president, uh, he actually removed the U.S. dollar from the gold standard uh, in 1971. I thought that was pretty interesting because the Federal Reserve obviously wanted that to happen. Uh, Conley got in that position and actually uh, pulled it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Just this close-knit, uh, you know, like the list I, I read off. Which is great. I wish I had that list beforehand, man. I would have broke down each individual person and just kind of like, because I want to look at what they, what ties they have to any type of secret society, Freemason, Bohemian Grove, any of that type of stuff, trilateral commission, uh, CFR. If I could try to link all that stuff up, you could, you could see uh, what they put first, where their loyalty lies. Their loyalty lies, obviously. And then all these people are in secret society, so they know how to keep a secret. They're not going to break, you know. Um, they, they go, they go to their meetings and they do what they do all their, and then they come home to their wife and, and, and never tell their wife about anything that they're doing in their, in their, uh, meetings and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, I just thought that was very interesting. Super interesting. I know I got some more notes to bring out the timeline. So, all right. Um, anything, anything else you, any smoking gun that you felt like 100% like, Hey, this is definitely pushing, um, Pushing towards Oswald being innocent. Did you have any smoking gun that you thought, like, definitely for sure, 100% that this is definitely going to break well, the case? I think going off the loading dock 
and being exposed by somebody who was kind of going along with that Oswald did this. Uh-huh. But when I when I heard him say that in a, in, a, in a interview place, I thought, what did he just say? So I played it over and over again. And I thought, if Brennan's lying, according to this expert, O'Toole, George O'Toole, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and he, Wesley Buell Frazier was lying. Yeah. You know, when he, he uh, but again, he was 19 years old. Yeah. I remember 19 years old in Texas in 1963. You know, there was nothing. There was no computers, uh, cell phones, none of that stuff. Yeah. So, so it's like nowadays it's so much more difficult to do something like this, you know, like I, I think because. We have, oh. everybody has a cell phone. Everyone has a camera. So it's just going to just be a whole different ball game to try to, to try to pull this thing off. You know, um, where you were going off that one leg was that's, that's deep. When you start researching though, that like you're doing uh-huh. uh, the number, how these people click together is just, it was more. It's than insane. It's insane. Like, totally another book that you'd have to do to show all of these connections between bell helicopter and all just yeah what you have to do is we have you have we have several episodes like on um you know on on illuminati the bloodline like the 13 families the royal messianic families like once you start uncovering and peeling back the onion and finding out like who's really running stuff and and then like you got the jesuits the pope the white pope the gray pope it just it just blows your mind. But once you find out what's really going on behind the scenes and you find out that the president of the United States is just a puppet, he's everyone thinks he's the most powerful man in the world, but you're just like, yeah, right. You know, you, you just find out like what's really happening. Then, then you can take a conspiracy like this and, and dig deep like that and say, how can I can, can, how can I take this to secret societies, to Freemasons, to skull and bones, Bohemian Grove, all these different ways and uh, I thought you brought that up it was pretty interesting how you brought up Nixon, Gerald Ford, um, and and George Bush were all in Texas when this happened, all of them. And Gerald Ford was uh, what was the one that messed up the autopsy, you know, uh, that, that kind of every president from Johnson to the present will not release. No, what is this? Fifty-eight years. Yeah. Okay. What are they hiding that cannot be released? Yeah. Other than the truth. <laughs> but, you know, Trump, you know, he said, oh, I'll let it out. I'm going to tell everybody. Of course. Yeah. He was uh, and the last trying to minute do the same. Failed. Of uh, course. Yeah. In, what, October 26th, I think, of this year, uh, Biden uh, was supposed to release it. The <laughs> slam dunk? No. Oh. We forgot to tell our audience today is November 22nd and it's actually the anniversary. And Stephen actually told us, Hey, we got to do it today. It's the anniversary of John F. Kennedy being shot. Um, just wanted to tell the audience. Wow, that, just I, in did case not, you guys I didn't totally know. forgot about that. That's crazy. November 22nd, 1963 was when it happened. So, And look how quiet it was this time. There wasn't yeah. a whole bunch of shows on television or, or even on the internet. It was all stuff that was years old. Well, 
I've been watching it for the last five days. So about it. They make you forget <laughs> about it. And everything like your race history. <laughs> Easy to erase history. You probably bring that up to somebody that's like 20 years old. They're like, Kennedy wasn't who's Kennedy? What are you talking about? I don't even know President <laughs> Joe Biden's president. Our dad, man, our dad loved uh John F. Kennedy, and he's he's the one that got us into this uh when we were kids and just um so there's there's a Interesting thing I could I could bring up. I, I think I brought it up on our last episode of Kennedy assassination, but um, I thought it's pretty interesting, man. It's like uh, if you look at it from like a like it being kind of like a ritual, you know, uh, so it happened on Elm Street. And then they say the Elm tree is popular mythology around the world, symbolizing victory, man's achievement of goals. Uh, let's yeah, it's spiritual meaning and uses for it i thought that was kind of interesting uh they the delay plaza is, is named after uh obviously he's a freemason if you guys look into that the obelisk has 14 stones 14 is the number of pieces of osiris was cut into uh and they i guess they couldn't find the pieces one of the pieces, which is supposed to be his uh i'll just say his penis so and that's what the obelisk represents uh, there's one in actually Washington, D.C., too, and then also in the Dallas and then in New York. Uh, November 22nd, 1963, uh, if you add up, okay, November is the 11th month, and then you add 22 to that, then you get 33. That's 33 is like 33 degree Mason, so that's pretty interesting. And, um, and he, oh, and then, and then you were talking about it happening at 1230. That's when um, the, the, the sun is at its most highest point, and there's you know, everything has to do with sun worship when it comes to these secret societies and stuff. So it's, it's just interesting, man. Um, I, I don't really get into this, a lot of that type of stuff, but I, I just thought it was, I thought it was, and then also they say that Dallas is on the 33rd parallel as another thing, you know, which is all occult symbolism. Uh, 33 is obviously the highest degree of Freemasonry. So I just thought some of that stuff is just, you know, it's all that it's hard stuff. To be a, that, that, that being a coincidence. There's no coincidence. There's no coincidences here, on, dude, for Josh, sure. <laughs> that, that, but that being a coincidence is astronomically impossible. Yes. So that's how you know that when you put it in the numbers, don't lie, bro. So when you put that together, that's 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 like that's like, oh, like five, that's like 15 hole in ones. This is such a big elephant that you you have to take one piece at a time. You know, and yeah, just like Josh said, you know, you go off on this. You know, I have to say, <laughs> crazy. But if you go off on that and look at all of the people that, that own buildings and who got him the job, and you know, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, you can just go into all different, yeah, all different areas. But that that list that you had, uh, is it in the book? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna have to find that because I would love to just go through each individual. What happens when we're when we're researching the, the original show for the Kennedy assassination? I literally was just finding just piece after piece after piece that I could literally mention and connect together. It was just it was insane. I was trying to go back to my notes. I think uh, his wife was also uh, the leader of the FCC at the time, uh, Lyndon Johnson's wife. I thought that was pretty interesting because she controlled what was happening in the media basically she was the did you know that she was the leader of the fcc at the time no because she was always kind of in the background uh of See, the stuff that I 
I had that uh, somewhere. I need to pull that up because I want to make sure I'm 100% on this. Uh, he won't let me be. Oh, Oh, own the FCC. Oh, I guess it said Lyndon Johnson's wife actually owned the FCC, not even just the leader of it. She actually owned the FCC, which is, um, if you guys don't know what the FCC is, let me just say. That's like the whole, that's they run all, they run anything on air. Anything goes on air, they're, 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 they're taking care of it. Yes. Own Um, the FCC. That's a federal. Federal. It's the Federal Communications Commission. It regulates uh, international communications by radio, television, wire, satellite, cable of all 50 states. So that is something that I thought I could definitely bring up. That's it. That's it. So if she's running that part, you know, it's just that it, it just gets deeper and deeper, guys. And she was very rich, very rich and wealthy. Her family, the Bird family was was they had money for sure. Go ahead, Steven. I think you were going to say something. I don't want to stop. No. Yeah, I mean, there's so many uh, legs of this, you know, pieces of the puzzle. You got to just take a little bit, put the pieces together, and then it'll it'll come around to where you can see what actually happened. For sure. Uh, Email me, if you could email me, Steven, your other, uh, the, the title of your other book, so I can kind of look into that one too. Um, when you get a chance, just email it to me so I could so I can look it up on Amazon. It's I get you. Uh, it's uh, I shame not. Okay. Uh, our name was German. Like I said at the beginning, our, our name was German English, and so I started going back through. My grandfather was born in 1877. Okay. And so cool. I've always I shine shoes. I didn't really go into myself at all. Uh-huh. Uh, I was a teacher for 45 years. I taught everything from kindergarten to people getting a master's degree at the university. Wow. How interesting. So, uh, I love teaching. I'm retired now. So I've done. Thank you for your service. You know, that's, 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 that's a service to the kids and you took care of, you know, obviously you had so many different classes out of 45 years. Wow. Thank you. We appreciate that. And we, and we don't teach history. You know, that's know. why the kids don't know anything. You ask them who's Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> I know. Baller, yeah. So yeah. Rockefeller, they bought they bought the educational system, you know. So uh, you know, they just control what we, what <laughs> people learn. Story. That's a different show. Yeah, too. different show. I know, I know. <laughs> Anyways, anything else, Steve, you want to tell our audience? Uh, I think we're about an hour and ten minutes in. Oh, um, just- uh, get the book and read through it. If you find any mistakes, let me know. Uh, For sure. I think there was. I cut and pasted directly out of the Warren Commission. Uh, I uh, put a source to anything that I used. Uh, used a lot of common sense. Uh, it's time for this to be closed. Yes. So that we can go on with history. But again, it's all it's- the smoke and fog of this. We spend all this time on uh, critical race theory, but we don't know the months of the year. Uh, most of these kids are not graduating with the ability to have any any marketable skills. It's it's just really sad. Yeah. My son is in the Marines, and now he teaches high school, and uh, he loves it, but he's, he's good at it. 
tell all the tell all your sons, man, and everybody that's in the military on your family. We said thank you for their service, and I'm I'm sure my audience would would be saying the same. But um, I, thank I, I'm cold landed on Omaha Beach. Wow. D Day. My other uncle uh, was in the Pacific as a corpsman on the on the ships. Uh, All yeah. military family, man. It sounds like very yeah, interesting. Look back in history, we're linked to the we are linked to the Lincoln uh, wow. family. Wow. So that's interesting. In that book. But I'll send you the stuff uh, for I. Please, please do. And guys, first book I I wrote was the. Uh, Child and Family Advocacy, and it helps parents to navigate every single system that you could possibly go into. Uh, so, guys, support support the book. Amazon. I did them as an ebook first, so they would be cheap, as okay. cheap as possible, and then they're also paperback. Perfect. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on the show. I am so I'm so happy that we got we got connected. Um, Jason, did you have any more questions before we get oh, off? Man, this this is good. This is cool, man. I like this. Yeah, that was an interesting episode. Email me if you saw. If you come across something, email me. I will for sure. Plug that piece of puzzle in and share what I've got. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're gonna end this in prayer, guys, like we always do. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for having Stephen on the show. Uh, we just ask that uh, anybody that's listening, uh, feel free to please uh, help them to look into this, digest it. I know it's just a whole bunch of evil and Satan was definitely the, the, the head of the snake. Uh, and please expose it for us. You know, we're trying to use discernment here, Lord. Uh, it was just something huge in history for America. And there's a lot of secret society, devilish, uh, satanic stuff that's involved in this. Uh, we just ask that you please... Um, we just want to thank you for giving us a clear connection. We really appreciate you, Lord. And anybody out there that needs prayer, I know that some people probably do. Uh, you know what they need, Lord, so please help them. We love you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Thank both of you guys. I appreciate you guys coming on.